It's Podcast 35 at joettecalories.com. And today we've got a new episode for the Moms with Moxie miniseries. All the way from my desk in New York, I get to see how homeopathy is transforming lives all over the globe. And some of my students have really caught my eye. Some of you have done all you can to learn how to cure those around you using homeopathic medicines. Your successes inspire me, and they're glorious and powerful. And I can't keep your successes a secret any longer. So with help from my roving reporter, Paola, we bring you this mini podcast series that I call Moms with Moxie. It's actually grandmoms too, but it's Moms with Moxie. See how regular mothers and others, average people who want to cure those around them, have gone from freaking to fabulous with homeopathy. I am here with Shannon Gunther. I am so excited to be with you today, Shannon. We've gotten to know each other a little bit on the phone and through email, and we have a really great podcast for Joette's listeners. I am so excited to be here. Thank you. Shannon, tell me where you're from, where you're living, you know, what state or whatever. Um, I am in Northern California. We are up in the mountains and I am a homeschooling mama with seven kids and of course a husband Sure. Um, (laughs) and just getting ready to graduate my third child. So pretty exciting. Awesome. Graduate your third child. So you're a little bit ahead of me (laughs) when it comes, but I have to say you look just as young as you sound. And that is so fun that you can just be so young to enjoy your family and, you know, yes. Do you have grandkids or anything yet or any of your kids? No grandkids. Yes. Yes. My oldest is going to be 20 and he's like, mom, not yet. Stop. Okay. Yeah. So your oldest is 20. So you've got a little bit. Well, it's pretty cute. All right. So Shannon, the first question I like to ask moms with Moxie like you Mm -hmm. is why do you love homeopathy? Well, honestly, when I found it, it completely gave me my life back. I was suffering from some chronic illness and I was at the end of my rope and had tried everything and uh, homeopathy was it. It completely gave me my life back. Yeah. And and you've said, do you feel like you have perfect health now or? I don't have perfect health, but improvement in my life, just, I can, I can function again. You know, it's, it's going to be a longer journey. I was diagnosed with hypothyroidism and um, adrenal fatigue, but I tell ya, I, within that first month of starting remedies, I, did, I felt like a new person, you know. So you mean you've been diagnosed with adrenal fatigue by like a traditional doctor? A naturopath, yeah. Oh, a naturopath, okay. Yeah, and of course, I mean, there was lots of tests involved, and can we for sure be sure? Right, right. I, I know, you know, but it always kind of pointing to that with extreme ex- exhaustion and, and whatnot. Well, I'm, I'm trying to remember where I read this. It was, it was a homeopathic practitioner. Might have been Joette. I don't know. Um, they say that your hormones are kind of a three-legged stool, you know? You've yes. Your adrenals, your thyroid, and then the other stuff, yes. you know, the progesterone, all that, you know, pituitary yes. stuff. And if, when one of them goes out, the other two are close behind, you know? Exactly. And, and, and it, it's just so linked and one will try to help the other and then, of course, get weakened. So it's just like this complex, yeah, <laughs> complex stuff. Yeah. But I found homeopathy, though, simplified it. 
completely. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And you feel like you're living a robust life. And that's the thing. Mm -hmm. That's the key. And Joette says it, you're not going to have perfect health. That doesn't exist, you know? Exactly. So yes, I have my bad days. I have days where I'm definitely more tired, but I can get out of bed. I can um, not feel as overtaxed. I um, emotionally am stable. And um, that is just a huge blessing. That is huge. You're right. I know. I, I feel like, you know, I also don't have perfect health, but when I look at what I can accomplish in a week, yes, it's okay. <laughs> I, yes. I'm working on it. We got it. It's okay. Exactly. So let's talk about that. Um, what was your life like before Joette? Let's go into some more details. Okay. So, you know, I had my first child in my 20s and really got into herbs, really loved herbs. They helped with colds that little toddlers get. And so I was just a huge fan. You know, I was in, into eating really healthy. Then we discovered, you know, Weston A. Price. Love that. And so I found, you know, herbs and the clean eating that definitely assisted with health. That was great. But fast forward to right after I had my seventh baby, it was right around 30. And that's when all the chronic stuff popped up. So I found, you know, I went to a naturopathic doctor, got on nature throid, that's all good, was taking a lot of supplements, great supplements, and I believed in it, but it never quite got me over the hill. So it was a constant few steps, you know, climb up the, this mountain and slip down climb up and we never reaching the top and getting over that. And I remember, I know I told you earlier that here I was at my dining room table and I had, you know, 12 to 15 supplements in front of me and I had to make a schedule of, of when to take them, you know, this before eating, this during eating, you know, it was so overwhelming. I just started bawling and I'm like, I can't, I can't do this anymore. And I, this had been, you know, probably eight years into my illness and it was this roller coaster. I, you know, my body would respond a little bit to these supplements and then slip back down to the bottom. So, you know, it was actually my naturopath at that point said, we should maybe bring in uh, a homeopath just to assist. And I went, wow, oh. good for him. I know. So that was, that was really incredible that just willing to do that. Right. It is so discouraging when you have improvements and then it stops working. I mean, yes. it's one thing to have a step forward, a step back, a step forward, but to have it stop working, oh my gosh, it's like you feel like you're losing everything. To, to just go on this roller coaster up and down for eight years, it was just so discouraging. It was like, I can't, I actually can't mentally do this anymore. This is just, you know, so that's, that brought me to the end of the rope and it was like, okay, homeopathy is left. It's not like I didn't believe in it, but I just didn't know. I didn't know about it, you know, fully. So your naturopath brought in the homeopath, was well, just like a classical or what? No, it was actually, she gave that up to me. And so I had known about Joette, had been kind of following her blog. Um, our Weston A. Price group had brought her to our little town for a two-day intensive. And here I was in the front, just eating it up. So I had had the experience of hearing her, seeing her, and just loved everything she said. But there was this little time. And then I was like, I'm, I want to go to Joette. That's mm -hmm. the one. <laughs> and so here I, I, um, my husband's like, yes, whatever, whatever it takes. Gave her office a little call and um, holding back tears, the whole conversation, because she actually gave me hope again. She's like, oh, hypothyroidism. We can address that. 
adrenal fatigue, no problem. <laughs> Emotions, wow. we got that. So nobody had said that to me in my eight years to that point mm. of, we can help you out. You know, it's just. With that confidence. Mm-hmm. And that yeah. was wonderful. I just. Yes. Yeah. Yep. And like I said before, it really, my body just, of course, just responded so well right away. And then tell me about before Joette, then you, as far as being a mom, what was that like? I was so again, just into herbs. Um, and, th- and that was like before the chronic. So, so that's what I would just kind of assist our bodies with the herbs and the eating healthy you know, kind of Weston A. Price, you know, because at that point when I had little kids, I didn't have the chronic. And so I'd see. Yeah. Which is kind of interesting because you, it sounds like you're doing everything right. And then the chronic stuff came, which is like a little bit scary. You're not supposed to, that's not supposed to happen. <laughs> I know. I know. Genetics. <laughs> yeah, that's true. And then you know. just, you did have a lot of kids, which is sometimes mm-hmm. more stressful on some women than some women, boy, every time they give birth, it's like they get thinner and their hair gets thicker. Oh. <laughs> Kill them. <Exactly. laughs> Exactly. Well, and you know, I can look back, you know, when you do your timeline, Joe, I Mm -hmm. suggest this timeline, you know, I had antibiotics as a kid. I had some vaccinations. And then of course, there's a, there's a strong family history of um, hypothyroidism. So I just think those, like Joette talks about that sleeping giant, you know, Mm -hmm. so it just, you know, kind of made sense as far as the chronics. Yeah, that's true. And and I guess, you you know, yeah, yes. And you could have been much worse off, I'm sure, obviously, right? And so that's good that you you were wise and just from the beginning avoiding what she calls, what is it? She calls it avoiding medicines of commerce. (laughs) So very good. I remember you also told me something about how Joette kind of transformed your perspective on illness in general. She she did. You know, just having a bunch of little kids and we, you know, they'd get sick, bring home a cold, the flu, and it just always seemed really stressful because there was a lot of them. And I'd be like, oh man, we're going to be sick again. And of course the herbs, they assisted definitely, probably shortened the illness, you know, that I saw. But what I loved is just learning from Joette. She said that sickness and the suffering with it, especially like chicken pox or the measles, is actually a good thing for kids. It's okay to have some suffering and that how your body can respond afterwards if they were having trouble reading or riding their bike. And that just really was neat for me just to go, oh, okay, I just need to really relax about this. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and so I just yes. love that. You know, I, it's funny that you even mentioned the chicken pox. My, I don't know where she got it from, but my <laughs> daughter got the chicken pox and she has it like literally right now. And I like posted on Facebook, you know, like, you know, stay away or whatever. If you, if, if you want to stay away, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just kind of, you know, public warning, public health warning, she's got the chicken pox. And the responses I got from my friends that do homeopathy mm-hmm. and my friends that don't do homeopathy were night and day. Yeah. So my friends who know homeopathy and do homeopathy were like, oh, you got this, you know, just like, oh, rite of passage, very even keel, calm about it. Yes. I have friends that don't do any sort of natural homeopathy or even natural medicine. I mean, we will pray for you. I am so sorry. Yeah. And I, yeah. I appreciate that. That's so nice of them. You know, I'm like, thanks. We always need prayers, I guess. But yes. 
there, there is a fear and a, and a lack of empowerment and understanding there that I am so glad I don't have, <laughs> you know? That is so true. And, and even, even when I was doing herbs primarily, I had this book and it, it actually had different things in there addressing to help with measles and the mumps and the chicken pox. And that's just as a mom empowering, like we, oh, we can do this. Now mm -hmm. homeopathy just was all the more. Mm -hmm. as far as feeling confident and especially just with Joette teaching those Banerjee protocols. I know just, it. Oh man, that is just huge amount of confidence going, yep, got that. Oh yep, mm -hmm. we got this, you know? Um, so that's just wonderful. Yeah, you're right. That's the difference between fear is having information and preparation and, mm -hmm. and that gives you the confidence. So yes. So tell us, speaking of, you know, getting that information, have you taken, taken any of Joette's courses? If so, which ones? Yes, I've taken all of them, um, <laughs> as many as I can. The, um, I think the skin course was my first, and then I did the survivalist, mm -hmm. good gut, bad gut, allergies, just finished up, uh, feminopathy. I'm, I, I just got it and I just, I need to carve out that time to sit down and listen to that. So I'm, I'm super excited with four girls. I'm just, uh, yes. first. I'm just super excited about. Awesome. Very. And so, I mean, this is kind of a practical question, but like, how did you save up for all those courses? I mean, what did you do? Like no Christmas anymore. Just Exactly. And you know, I, it was birthdays, Christmas, just, can I set aside a little money for this? You know, and, and, and it was just really neat. My husband, he is all about just the natural and yes. healthy way of living. And so, and he, you know, it was just neat for everybody to see in the family. Uh, what homeopathy did for my chronic, uh, yeah, you know, so he's just like, yeah, well, let's just try to figure that out. <laughs> yes. Let's keep learning and doing it. Exactly. So which, which of the courses so far in what you've experienced, um, has had the most impact for you? So in my experience, and especially with seven kiddos here, mm -hmm. uh, survivalist, um, okay. mainly, you know, mainly because it's so practical and you get a syllabus with it. And so that that chapter on first aid is well worn <laughs> and i <laughs> run into it and the kids know the book they're like get mama's syllabus here you know <laughs> mm -hmm. in yep. fact i will say it paid for itself because it saved us two emergency room visits so right, right there paid and for some people <laughs> the on the low end that copay is just a hundred bucks you know so exactly goes up from there. All right. So yeah, I want to hear the stories. Tell us about an experience where you felt like the survivalist guide was awesome. Okay. This is kind of my biggest story to date. Um, it's about my daughter who is 12 years old. Okay. And it was uh, this last summer we had been splitting wood with a gas motor log splitter um, and, and stacking wood. Um, I had come in, I think, to make lunch for everybody and had to walk to the back of the house where laundry was and, and found her just sitting there and um, kind of in a state of collapse. Um, hmm. um, and I said, oh, you know, what's going on? And, and I very soon realized that she was in a state of, of, of confusion as well. Okay. You know, she, was, she was crying just kind of gently. Um, so my head, you know, her head hurts, but very rapidly the symptoms were increasing very fast. She, she couldn't talk clearly. So it was kind of babbling. So she could just babble and not form 
coherent words. Yes, correct. And wow. so, of course, that like freaked me out. Oh my gosh, yes. <laughs> like, like, oh my goodness. So, you know, I called, I had one of the kids get my husband and I, you know, called the older kids and just to help. And I, you know, I was having okay. people get the homeopathy kit, you know, the syllabus, survivalist syllabus. And um, we thought it first. I can just see it. Was it like, go get the kit, go yes. get the book, go get your dad, everybody go. In fact, <laughs> mobilize. <Yeah. laughs> I love it. Oh, it was great. So I'm thinking anaphylactic shock. I'm thinking she got stung by a bee. Oh, yeah. Reacting. That's what, you know, my first, and, and, and we, we're having a lot of trouble with these bees, you know, in that late summer. They were just mm -hmm. kind of crazy and angry. And Oh, no. So anyway, um, husband came in, you know, we're looking over for a bee sting, and he got on his phone and, and Googled her symptoms. And he saw, it's coming up, carbon monoxide poisoning. I'm all, no. He's all, no, really, like, you know, look. I'm like, what? You know, we're, we're out in the, the fresh air, you know, with mm -hmm. log splitting and all. Well, sure enough, it totally matched. So I quickly looked up carbon monoxide uh, poisoning in the survivalist syllabus. And real quick, mm -hmm. your husband has, is sensitive to carbon monoxide too. He is. So yes, yes, I'm glad you re reminded me. Um, we knew he was sensitive to that and, and she is just very much like him. So kind of prone to that as right. well. So, so that, that helped that he was kind of aware what that feels like or something. Absolutely. Yes. So then it was like, it just seems so doubtful. It could be carbon monoxide, but with that history and then the description uh -huh. Uh -huh. In, in the survivalist syllabus um, matched. Exactly. I'm like, wow. And, and I can't Great. ask, I'm like, it was really in there. Like carbon yes. monoxide. <laughs> yes. It's really in there. I love it. That's awesome. And I'm like, okay. I, so, you know, of course, um, her daddy's holding her. We open a door, fresh air. She's real sensitive and she gets very distressed when she's ill. So she's very distressed. She actually knew that she couldn't form her words. She was trying to communicate. So that freaked her out all the more. So, right. I'm, you know, it was just bad. So look up, there's several different remedies for carbon monoxide, but she fit gelsemium mm -hmm. alternating with belladonna. And I would dose her. And I'd watch literally before our eyes, her body calm. Wow. And that's actually knew how to dose. And then the intensity of her and, 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 and her words would come back. She could form her words because um, we'd ask her questions and all that. Even like there was her, her eyelids were kind of half open and she had a little bluish on her eyelids so faint that probably just a mom could tell and I could mm -hmm. watch that go away and then I'd watch it come back what does that mean on the blue on the eyelid is it lack of air or you know I'm not sure um I just that was just something I noticed because it would go away now in in the description that fit these remedies for her Mm -hmm. it did talk about the eyelids kind of being half open. Mm -hmm. So that was just something I was aware of and just caught. Um, mm -hmm. so, you know, I'm just not really completely, and you know, up to that yeah. point, I had no idea about carbon monoxide poisoning. You right. Know? <laughs> yeah. Well, and it doesn't matter. It was something was blue. It wasn't supposed to be, it was exactly. coming and going and you wanted it gone. <laughs> right. Yes. Wow. Exactly. So um, I, I have like an important question, like what, 
about that situation? I mean, why weren't you guys jumping in the car, driving to the emergency room? Like, what's that discernment? Like, sometimes in the moment, you're just doing what feels right. But tell us, can you walk us through that real quick? Yeah. So, you know, I, I did during this episode here, I would look at my husband and I'd say, do you think we should go to the emergency room? Um, I'm so glad he was there. He just totally confirmed my confidence as far as, no, let's just keep going. Because what would happen is when I would dose, there would be improvement. And so we saw the improvement by watching her body. I mean, literally, you could just watch this calm mm-hmm. come over her body. But, you know, I had to dose um, every three minutes for about an hour, actually. And I know, you know, that's usually not typical, but I would just watch those symptoms come back. Right. So, so we did that for the first hour. And then she wanted to go to sleep. You know, she was calm. She could speak. And so I love, love that. When a remedy is working, then they want to sleep. That's right. a neat sign. That's a sign that um, I look for. Okay, so deep down, that kind of scares me, though, because I'm like, what if she falls asleep and doesn't get up again? You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. So what would you do? Because she wanted to sleep, I had her lay down on the couch, and I sat with her, and then I dosed every 30 minutes for the next hour or two. And then from there on out, I dosed um, every hour till the – the end of the day, and then I just had her sleep in my room because I just wanted to watch her and observe and just make sure nothing was coming back. Right. Yeah, that's very, very, very wise. I like that. Yeah. And said earlier that your husband, while you were dosing her during that very first hour, mm-hmm. he was online trying to find the emergency rooms, mm-hmm. you know, just kind of lining your ducks up in a row. And yet, because she just consistently was improving and improving, you felt like we've got this. Yes, exactly. Um, and of course, we would jump in that car. I love what Joe says. You jump in the car and you start driving, but you're dosing on the way. We would totally do that. But because we just saw that instant improvement mm-hmm. after we would dose, that just really gave us the confidence that, you know, so far, so good. But of course, we always have that in the back of our mind that we would do that, you know, head to right. the emergency room. And one little side note that I thought was really interesting about this experience is um, you kind of said it earlier, but I want to make sure the listeners catch this is your daughter is a little bit prone to being gelsemium ish mm-hmm. with anxiety a little bit here and there, you know, mm-hmm. and it's interesting that when she had the carbon monoxide poisoning, it was what, it was the remedy that she needed. You know what I mean? And so that doesn't always happen, but it's kind of interesting that we pick up on these little patterns with our kids as we use homeopathy more and familiarize ourselves with your, your kid and the remedies, you know, that, help them. Like for my son, every time he would get sick with something, I'd look up remedies, look up remedies. Oh, pulsatilla. And then I'd write it down my book. Then, you know, six months later, look up remedies for this new illness. Oh, pulsatilla. And it seems to always be pulsatilla form, you know? So exactly. And I think, don't you think that is just why having a materia medica and just familiarizing yourself Mm -hmm. with these remedies, then your brain has that connection like, oh, and so that's for me definitely when, when her symptoms did fit that uh, gelsemium for carbon monoxide, I was like, ah, yeah, that remedy works well on her. (laughs) Yes, exactly. That's exactly what I was trying to say. Yes, you know, this remedy historically has been great for her and that's, and that kind of helps confirm things as you work through the case. Definitely. Yeah, not that not that you I wouldn't use any other remedies other than pulsatilla on my son, obviously, you know, right. or a protocol or whatever, but it's just kind of an interesting familiarity and intimacy you start gaining with your kids in the remedy. Yes, so. definitely. 
Okay, so tell us another survivalist one that you wanted to share. Okay, so this actually happened before the carbon monoxide episode. We were fixing up a little house and my youngest daughter, 10, was helping us out and she came inside and again, here I was, you know, in the kitchen, busy, busy, making lunch and she goes, mom, a nail poked my hand. And I go, oh, okay, well, go wash it and, and stick some tea tree on it. Because I was just mm -hmm. like busy. Sure. I was not thinking. So later, I kicked myself here. Yep. <laughs> Shoot. <laughs> Live and learn. Uh, that night, she's like, my hand hurts, mom. And here it's, the site on her hand is, it's hot, it's red, it's hard, and there's a very faint line, but very faint. And I'm like, oh no. And I can't. <laughs> Like, really? I should have known better. And, you know, I kind of see, I don't know, it's dirt, rust, who knows? There's, right. So I go grab my book, mm -hmm. survivalist syllabus here, and look up puncture wounds. And I, so in the back of my mind, I was thinking, lead them. Mm -hmm. But what matched up to her symptoms is apis, just like a bee sting. It was yeah. hot, hard, and red. So I went, well, okay, it matches. Dose true with that. And again, it was really neat to watch. I actually could feel the heat go down. Did you use a 200 or a 30? Just because I'm curious. I used a 200. Okay. I thought it was enough of a, yes, right. emergency. But I was like, hey, let's just, go, you know, go for it. Right. So we could actually watch the swelling go down, the heat go down, little redness go down. And that's when I knew how to dose her. So probably, you know, about four doses Oh, about 15 minutes apart, and then I could lessen them. And again, you know, dad's on the couch, we're watching it, we're like looking at each other, emergency room or not, mm -hmm. you know? <laughs> right, looking it and, up again. Exactly. And this time, this time it was, you know, late at night, of course. But just to watch those symptoms go down was so neat, such a blessing to confirm we were on the right path. We had chosen right. the right remedy. And Went down, she went to sleep, checked it in the morning, probably gave her one more dose, and we're good. And wow. I was just like, unbelievable. I mean, it is believable, but it's just so neat to watch it work, you know? Yes. No, it is unbelievable because no matter, you know, it's not an issue of whether or not I believe in homeopathy, because I do. Mm -hmm. it's, it's just it never ceases to amaze you. Yes. <laughs> it's always just so wonderful like I think of like you know like Mother Teresa every time I read a quote from her or something from her life experience and I was like it just never ceases to amaze me how special she was and yes. it's very similar with homeopathy you know <laughs> that's so true keep impressing me I love those stories I'm glad everybody turned out okay and I'm glad yes. that you got your money's worth <laughs> yes absolutely but you know um, having these experiences as a mom no we don't want our kids to get hurt but talk about the information and just being able to share with people if they have this. I just feel like those experiences were great and I gained more confidence, more information for that. And I always, I write things down, make notes. So. <laughs> yeah. And it's true. It's like, if I was at home, you know, listening to you tell the story, I would feel like, oh my gosh, I could never do that. But here's the thing. One day you wake up and the situation smacks you in the face and you're going to have to deal with it. And yes. if you're prepared, you do, yes. you know? Yes. Yeah. Oh, side note, you know, with the carbon monoxide poisoning, mm -hmm. 
you know, it was pretty stressful as a mom. So I grabbed my bottle of Ignatia and take oh, for that sure. <laughs> for stress for mom. Good for you. I know. Think clearly, please. Exactly. <laughs> Very good. Okay. So new topic. You were telling me that you've also had some hip trouble for, for yourself, right? Yes. Yeah. Um, and I think it yes. somehow affected like the knee or you tell me about it. Okay. Well, probably started a year and a half ago with chiropractor adjustment. So, you know, new thing for me, never really had trouble with that. You know, probably seven pregnancies, probably getting older, who knows? Right. But what it would do when it would come out, it would kind of twist my leg to where my knee would be twisted out of alignment as well. And the knee just swelled up like crazy. And there was just a lot of pain just prevented me from even sleeping so that's interesting it's like the hip being out had a domino effect and like impacted the knee it did yeah that's what my chiropractor said so with the swelling I w it actually first time it happened I was on vacation and I wow. actually grabbed my Arnica 1M took that the pain was really intense and, and my knee was huge I mean it was oh wow like, yeah it was it was awful that took away a lot of the pain and the swelling so at least I could make it, you know, the next few days and get home and then get to the chiropractor. Right. But this kept happening. And I thought, gosh, I don't want to live for having to go to the chiropractor all the time. I love the chiropractor, but I don't want to go every week. And I, you know, I travel. I don't want to rely on that. So I right. checked in with the chiropractor. Can you give me some strengthening exercises and, and whatnot? Well, happened to be on a end of a consult with Joette. And I, I just mentioned, I said, you know what, there's, there's got to be something to help this. And so she suggested Ruse Talks 1M. I'm like, oh, okay. Um, and I could tell when it would start to come out of alignment, there'd be a lot of pain, kind of burning pain in the, in the hip. Okay. So tell me, like, what was the frequency you were having to go in for adjustments? Was it like once a week or what? So when it would come out, I'd probably have to go two to three times to just get it to calm down because everything oh, wow. was just all kind of mad and uh, twisted up and angry. You know, it just needed to kind of relax. Mm -hmm. And then, of course, I'd probably overwork it or do something. And then I have to go back in in another couple of weeks and then have two or three appointments. Oh, wow. So it was two or three I appointments, thought, then a, a three-week break, then two or three more appointments. That's kind of a lot, yeah. Yeah, exactly. So I thought, well, this, this, I can't do this, mm -hmm. you know, there's got to be something, right? right? So Ruse Talks was and is, is amazing. I'll start to usually at the end of the day, feel the pain. I take that at night, right before bed, one dose, one little pill and gone. And, and, um, it has lengthened the chiropractor appointments to six months in between. Wow. So it, it has kept it in alignment. That was just huge for me. That's that was a, so it's amazing. not that the chiropractor didn't need to do the adjustment. It's like it helped glue it in place to, to last longer. That's amazing. Exactly. So I'm, I don't know how it does it, but it works. <laughs> yeah. And I have to tell the listeners, you know, Roost Talks 1M is not something that you should just willy-nilly use. You know, this was... This, you know, this yes. is a pretty significant situation with the swelling and the frequency of it. Yes. And I don't think I would have even thought that had not Joette told me how to do it. You right. Know? Maybe you would have done like a 30 or 200 or something. Exactly. Exactly. And you had kind of the, you checked the Materia Medica. Um, it was better from heat. 
better for movement, worse from overuse, which is very loose talks. Yes. And that just, again, using the Materia Medica just confirmed that we're on the right track with any remedy. You know, I always like to to look that up and just confirm, you know, if you have time, obviously emergency first aid, you may not have time, but right. um, I love that for that reason. Exactly. Very good. Well, those are some pretty awesome experiences. You definitely have moxie, I've decided. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. You've earned it, girl. That's, that is just so wonderful. And then just, do you have any closing thoughts for people who might be new to homeopathy or, you know, what you wish you would have known at the beginning of your journey? You know, I really wish um, I had known about homeopathy from the beginning. You know, I feel like a lot of us take this, you know, maybe not for everybody, but a lot of us take this journey of we try everything else and our last resort is homeopathy. So when I, I would just mm -hmm. encourage everybody, if you're new, try it first, you yeah. know, and as moms, there's just so much confidence just being able to raise your kids without drugs and running to the pediatrician. There's a good place for that, for sure. But it really has just empowered me as a mom. I mean, Joette says that all the time. I just love that. And I just, it's a hobby for me learning about it. Mm -hmm. It's just, I just want to know as much as possible. And I want to be able to pass that down to my girls and even my boys. Um, right. I got a boy going to Mexico on a missions trip and he's like, mom, tell me what I got to take. And I just, yes. I love that. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I think that's really good advice. Try this first. Yes. Yeah. And, and you're right. It does. It literally makes you a better mother because the skills you need in homeopathy, listening, observing, caring, those, those yes. are things that we can always hone as, as moms. So absolutely. Very good. Well, thank you for joining us, Shannon. It has been delightful. I love your pep, peppy personality and your passion for homeopathy and I really think that this podcast is going to help a lot of people. So thanks for taking the time out to, to be with me. Oh, yes. Thank you, Paula. Are you or someone you know a mom with moxie? Well, we're on the hunt for you. And of course, we don't want to hear just from moms, but from anyone who uses and loves homeopathy. Reach out to my podcast team and let us know why you're a mom with moxie. For more information, contact podcast at joettecalabrese.com. Mm -hmm.